Welcome to another edition of Religion and Rock. I'm on CU Jim Vaughn, and here he is our producer and engineer, Mr. Stephen Sheldon. Hello there, sir. I hope you had a nice uh, Thanksgiving last weekend. Yeah, it was nice. You know, I went to the convent, which I it, we're kind of down to like just a few nuns now because some mm-hmm. of them have retired and stuff. But we still had a good time. It was really nice. It was. I went to see my dad at the nursing home, and we did okay. Oh, that was very okay. nice. I'm glad you got to see some family and some friends for that. Yeah, much to be thing. much to be grateful for, as we say, Sheldon. Right? Yes, there is. So that was good. Are you a big leftovers guy or no? Uh, I do. I like you know for a day or two after. Then then you know by by. You know, Friday, it's good. Turkey sandwiches. Saturday, okay, a little Tetrazzini or something. Then it's like, no, let's do pizza, something else. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. <laughs> like turkeys, don't, I don't know. They're just too big turkeys in my mind. But what can you do? <laughs> you know, we're talking about sharing our gifts today. I was thinking about that the other day because uh, there was like in our parish, 600 families got Thanksgiving dinners. Wow. Yeah, and, it, and it's more than just like bringing turkey and cranberry sauce to people. You know, it has to get delivered. It has to go in boxes, mm-hmm. um, addresses. There's a lot involved. I think maybe 200 people people were involved in bringing this stuff around what a great thing you know that is awesome that is awesome yes. that everybody got together the pizza and it, it's shocking and it's a shame that that many people needed help at this time of year too yeah but i mean i think the good thing about that is a good reminder to us it's not just thanksgiving people need help right every day no every day that's kind of that you know attitude of gratitude right to be able mm-hmm. to live every day saying hey you know what god's given me gifts i want to share these gifts back so we're looking at sharing our gifts today what are the, your gifts what are my gifts how can we share them with one another make the world a better place by using them no matter where we live, I think we're called to share gifts. You know, I think that's all part of it. And no matter what we do. So I think, you know, I'm always grateful to the people in my life. Sometimes my dad mm-hmm. will say to me, you know, don't forget you have a lot of friends. And I said, that's really true, Dad. He goes, you're really, you're so blessed. And it's kind of true. Like so many different things in my life. Like I know somebody, you know, who said, right. oh, give me good advice in that, all of that. <laughs> like, you know, who, who just passed away, the guy who did my taxes, Brian Moore. Mm-hmm. Now, like, you know, self-employed priest making $7,000 a year. It's not, you know, it's not right. like I'm a multi-zillionaire. But the point is, um, you know, like you lose the guy who did your taxes for 30 years. I'm like, now what do I do? You right, know, now you're lost. it's a funny thing. Now, then one of my buddies said, hey, you know, I'm a CPA. I'm happy to help you out, Monsignor. This won't be hard. Right. So you feel better. I know a lot of people. Do, do you do your own taxes? I wouldn't even I, know. How to well, I do my own taxes because I you have know? that financial background. So, but even in the, the old days, I had an accountant check my stuff for me too. And yeah, yeah. he retired and I kind of took it on myself and, uh. It can be but challenging, it's, but it's nice to have those people around to give you that advice to share their gift and talent about that. Oh, yeah. And I, I can think of all different areas of my life, like oh, yeah. my mouth, my dentist, and <laughs> like all this crazy stuff. You know, It's just great to have people who share their gifts with you and mm. makes you inspired to share your gifts with others. Yes. You know, and I think that's the great gift about what we're talking about today, how it's like kind of this mutual thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's more than just a once a year Thanksgiving. We're going to help the poor, but it's an everyday thing that we can help people and, you know, reach out to people. I mean, I even know like, you know, the, the times I go to visit people in hospitals, mm-hmm. it's shocking how much that means to them. I sometimes think yeah. to myself, like, I can't believe that that really meant so much, but it really means a lot. Like those things really matter, you know? No. And those little simple things, you hold the door sometimes and somebody's just so grateful for it or you they drop something and you pick it up you know and i'm just always reminded there but for the grace of god goes eyes so you know when i see somebody struggling you know and if i can help them out i'm always willing to yeah it's all going to be sharing about our gifts today we're going to take a look at those gifts and how we can share them and make the world our surroundings and even our own lives a lot better through sharing those gifts so to start us off today this is the black crows it's called by your side
Black Crows by your side, certainly what makes our gifts valuable is when we share them with one another. And that's what kind of takes them out of the box and lets them be used. So if we have this great gift and we never use it, it's really pointless, right? That happens to me sometimes. I'll get a great ingredient to cook with. And then I'll say, well, I'll save that for a special meal. I'll save that when I'm doing this or I'm doing that. And you kind of save it so long that it becomes expired. And you say, ah, why didn't I just use it when I got it? I think part of the gifts that God has given us are called to be used now and to share with one another now, make the world a better place now. And that's something that's kind of important to see. I mean, a show about sharing your gifts is all about really sharing your gifts, not storing them away and waiting for a moment, but no, to be able to share them now and to recognize the power of now that calls us to use our gifts. So people are by our sides sharing their friendship and their love with us. We have to be those people who accept that, understand that, and are grateful for the people who are with us and to use those gifts now. You may be thinking, ah, you know, I'll go see them next week or I'll call them next week or I'll, I'll ask them, send, drop them a little note, see how they're doing. Yeah, sometimes it's about the now. Sometimes it's about making that difference now and recognizing the big difference that we make. Here's Eric Clapton. It's in the way that you use it.
this is an easy one for me, Eric Clapton, it's in the way that you use it, because you know what's easy about it, think about like a guitar, this is a great understanding of like gifts in a way, you can give me a guitar and I can stand there with it and I can play a G chord and a C chord and a D chord for you probably, but you give it to Eric Clapton and he makes the darn thing talk, right? What's that about? Well, it's about using things we've been given that you've been gifted in that area. So there's something about that that's really important, like a guitar is not a great gift for everybody, but for somebody who has that gift, it's a tremendous gift, it's an important thing. And it helps us to use those gifts well. That's an important thing for us to recognize in our lives. That we don't have every gift there is, but they're complementary. There's something about that complementarity that's such an important part of our lives. That you have one gift, I have another. But when we put them together, it becomes sort of a band, if you will, that we're all together in this. You know, we're performing sort of these tasks in this world to make the world a better place together. And that's what God wants us to do. So some of us have one gift, some of us have another. When they all come together, that's what makes things happen. And that's what really kind of gets exciting. Here's Aerosmith, Chip Away at the Stone.
Aerosmith chip away at the stone. Interesting, you know, you look at a block of marble. Now, how can some people look at a block of marble and see the Pieta, and other people look at a block of marble, like me, and see a paperweight? You know, that's the funny thing, right? How does this happen? I'm friendly and blessed to have a friend in my life, Tim Schmalz is his last name, S-C-H-M-A-L-Z. Look him up. He has major sculptures in every um, famous Christian Catholic uh, non-denominational installations around the world, the Vatican, um, Catholic University. I've seen these things everywhere. He's such a tremendous sculptor. He's such an incredible gifted talent. And he can look at something and see what we can never see. I'm blessed. I have a couple of his pieces in my office in miniature size. And just looking at them, I marvel. I marvel at what he saw in a block of marble that I would never see if not for him using his gifts. We need those artists in the world to help us to see the art of the world, that God has created a world that's artistic, and they help the world to kind of be uncovered so that we can recognize the beauty therein. Without them, we fail to recognize the beauty. And so we, we pray for that ability to uncover that beauty so that we too can be inspired. Here's Huey Lewis in the news, So Little Kindness. Be gone. 
this is a time of year, this is a weekend where we look at kindness, we look at helping one another, we look at helping the poor, and we recognize the power of who we are as the people of God to kind of be able to give, and give time, or give talent, or give treasure to help somebody's life be better. Maybe you donated a Thanksgiving basket this year. What a great gift to be able to do. The rest of the year, you kind of get that impression sometimes that kindness kind of goes away until the next holiday, till the next moment. Ultimately, in our lives, it's a rhythm of kindness that has to be the way we live. We have to be looking out for one another. We need to be caring about one another all the time. But it doesn't really stop ever, does it? And that kind of rhythm is such an important thing. Um, I love when I encounter people who are in need, not because they're in need, but I love because I'm, I feel like I'm called by God specifically to help them in some way. When somebody comes up to you, you know, are you willing to help them? Are you willing to do something about that? Even if it's a little uncomfortable, that kind of experience is a good one because it comes sometimes helps us to grow and understanding where God is in our lives. Sometimes God is in the stranger. Sometimes God is in the homeless person. Sometimes God is in the person in need. And how we reach out makes all the difference in the world, in a world that sometimes seems to have so little kindness. Hey, here's Bon Jovi. I'll be there for you.
I'm not seeing you, Jim. You're listening to Religion and Rock. We're talking about sharing our gifts today. Yeah, I'll be there for you. That's an important thing, too. Like when nothing else can really be done. Sometimes it's just about presence. Now, sometimes it's physical presence, right, to say, I'll be there for you. Other times, like, it's just about prayer, to bring somebody to your prayer life and be there for them in that way. That's a tremendous gift. That's a sharing of a tremendous gift. We should never take that for granted. It seems like a pat answer to say to somebody, I'll pray for you. But when we kind of offer that, that's a tremendous deep gift to say, yeah, when I'm praying to God and I'm thanking God for gifts in my life, when I'm asking God for assistance and help and inspiration, I'm going to have you there with me and I'm going to pray for you too. Like that kind of moment becomes kind of a significant moment. So it's more than just saying, yeah, yeah, I'll pray for you. No, it's something much deeper than that. And it really means I will keep you in mind before God and ask God's assistance in your life. You know, that's kind of a beautiful gift to be able to share. It's something you and I could do today. It's ways in which we could kind of change the world by the ways we reach out to one another and caring about one another. That kind of presence means the world. The other kinds of presence, of course, just physically sitting with somebody, being there with somebody, not a lot of words necessary. It's that expression of love that presence brings that's so important. Hey, here's Queen. This is Radio Gaga.
Radio Gaga about music, right? And about the power of music in our lives. Now, there's a difference between music and noise, right? Our worlds have are full of noise in so many different ways, not just, you know, honking of horns, no, but just even music can become noise. Music can be just become distraction, or it could be something that just lulls us. But other times, music becomes something very important. In our Catholic health system um, on Long Island, where our show originates, we just took on music therapy. So when people are healing, when they're sick, when they're getting chemotherapy, when they're having a transfusion, there's music involved now. It's an interesting thing, and people kind of sign up, and they have these music playlists that are tailored for the person that they can listen on their device, they can listen at the, at the hospital or the center where they go. Something about music and healing, music and God's presence that's so important to discover in our lives. Now, for us at Religion and Rock, for me and Sheldon, this is a no-brainer for you, because you're listening right now. You know it's a no-brainer, because music speaks to our hearts, right, in a beautiful way. That depth of understanding that, though, takes away the gaga from this world and helps us to understand, yeah, God's with us no matter what. And particularly in those trying times, in the health times that are difficult, God's with us too, calling us to healing and see his presence in our own lives. Here's Avenged Sevenfold. This is called God Only Knows. Sure about 
covering old Brian Wilson. God only knows. I remember interviewing Brian one time, uh, just speaking with him. It was just a beautiful conversation I'll never forget. And he said to me, can I ask you a question, Monsignor? I said, sure, Brian. What do you want to ask? He goes, what's your favorite song that I wrote? And I said, oh, that's the easy one. It's God Only Knows. And he goes, you know what? That's my favorite song, too. And I said, why? He said, because I get to mention God in there. And they didn't want me to record that song because it has God in it, but I really wanted to. And I was like, that's awesome. And at the end of the interview, he gave me a signed copy of God Only Knows, the music to God Only Knows. What an incredible gift. I have it hanging in my office, you know. But it's a reminder to me of how God uses that gift in our life to kind of tell a story. God Only Knows is part of the American songbook. It'll be around 500 years from now, you know. And people will look at that song and say, wow, you know, somebody was talking about love so deeply that it kind of, the refrain says, God Only Knows Where I Would Be Without You. Think about that in our lives, you know. Music illustrates those feelings. We love people and say, I don't know where I'd be without you. We have this love for our God and we say, I don't know where I'd be without you in my life. Lord, I don't know what I would do without you in my life. Those kinds of things are so important and music helps illustrate that and that's part of the gift that God has given you and me, that ability to listen to music, cover music, share music in such a way that we're able to inspire one another and be inspired, which is so important. Here's Pink Floyd, Comfortably Numb.
Pink Floyd comfortably numb. Sure. This is a world where numbness sort of lives everywhere we go. How do you get inspired? How do you get out of the numbness that life offers? My friend Cardinal Dolan said to me one time, it's an interesting thing. He said, you know something? Nobody changes their way of life. Nobody leaves their life as they know it for a question mark. But people will change their life. They will leave their life for an exclamation point. So we have to live inspiring other people to see the exclamation point about life. Wow, that's so true. Because so much of our life can become numbing. So much of our life can just become ordinary and everyday. How do we find that exclamation point again? And I think that comes from prayer. That comes from changing it up sometimes, recognizing where God is in our life. Maybe it's today, you know, that we go back to church. Maybe it's today that we say our prayers. Maybe it's today that we discover a passage in the Bible that we're going to pray about. Those kinds of moments take us out of the numbness and help us to recognize God in our life. That's such an important thing because being numb means all the emotions are gone. But being filled with all the emotions gives life such incredible meaning. It gives it an HD quality, you know, that we need in our lives every day. And that's where we really find our inspiration. Here's Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Don't do me like that. Don't do it. 
a little sorrow, perhaps, for the things that happen in this world, a little sorrow for the things we haven't done in using our gifts well. There's something important about that. I think about lasting gifts, too, in this world and how sometimes the gifts we give one another kind of last forever. Now, we've done some talking about music today, which is good. I mean, I think that's a lasting gift. And I remember that speaking with Paul McCartney one time, talking about, well, what do I need to do to see my wife again in heaven, to see my mother again in heaven? And I said, Paul, you've done it. You know, you have music that's going to be around forever. He goes, I think it's something else, too. It's not just that. And it's an amazing thing to pursue using our gifts that kind of gain us the gift of eternal life, too. This tremendous gift that we have from God. Now, there's a new Beatles song that's coming out. We're going to play it for you. You think about that. Like, these gifts that were done in, in the 60s to be able to come out today that none of them ever thought it ever would, right? But to be able to come out with a song that has meaning today that was done 60 years ago, 50 years ago, an incredible gift. We recognize that, you know, we recognize how God has never finished with us and how some things are forever and some things just go on and on. That's what this song is kind of about. This is the Beatles. It's a beautiful one. Now and then.
I never thought I'd say the new one from the Beatles, but there it is, brand new from the Beatles, now and then in our lives. You know, sharing our gifts can't be a now and then thing. It can't just be Christmas and Thanksgiving that we're kind and think of others. It has to be every day. And that's sort of that attitude of gratitude, right? To be grateful for what God has given to us and knowing that when we share our gifts, it comes back. It comes back tenfold. So many people I know who are generous and kind say, I get so much from giving. It means so much to me. I think there's something great about that. So let's pray about that. Let's ask God to help us to discern, to figure out, hey, how can I make this world a better place? Where can I share my gifts? Because when we share them, not only are we helping others, boy, we're helping ourselves to feel great. You've been listening to Religion and Rock. It's hosted by me, Monsignor Jim Vlon. It's engineered and produced by the great man of sharing his gifts. Yep, Stephen Shaldone. Have a wonderful week, everyone. And don't forget, say a prayer.